This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Rich's favorite day of the week. I'm already feeling it fatigued, Are Jeff. You? Yes, I am. Are you? Wait, yeah. I thought we had a pleasant morning so far. I mean, I'm no? not saying you guys fatigued me. I'm just saying oh. as a as a person. Well, we're still yeah. dealing, you know, with the after effects of springing forward. Yeah. I'm going to feel it oh. until September. Yeah. I was in back. bed at 9 o'clock last yep. night. Were you? No problems. Yeah. <laughs> But but I did like I woke up a little before the alarm, so fingers crossed. Hopefully that you're good to go. Yeah, you're already know. adjusted already. I know. I don't know. We'll see. I but woke up and Chris was just already awake. Like, yeah. hey, oh, he how was? are you? I'm like, why are you awake? What are you what? Doing? I could roll over and go back to bed in two seconds. Yep. Yeah. yeah. When you're having that real good dream yes. and the alarm goes off, you're like, ah. Now did Chris go to bed early last night, we or went was... to bed at the same time? Okay. It was relatively early, nine thirty, something like that. Yeah. Was it hard to? Not for me. Yeah. I do feel a little sense of guilt. Like when you're on an earlier schedule and your partner isn't, you feel a little guilty saying, well, yeah. I got to head upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to leave you down here with a cat in this great TV show. But yeah. yeah. Love you. Right. <laughs> Stop the Encino Man jokes. Polly Shore has feelings, you know. <laughs> And we're going to talk about that. Also, Lady Gaga explaining why she chose to go makeup free at the Oscars. First E! News of the day coming up straight ahead. But Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Towers E! News with Holly Shore. Holly Ope. Holly, he was the brunt of a joke or two the other night at the Oscars, and he wants you to know that he has feelings. Should I dig up the clip from last night since we're talking about it? From Sunday night? You can if you want to. I mean, basically, the joke is two of his Encino Man co-stars, Brendan Fraser and Hugh Kwan are now Oscar winners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it may take a second to get to it, but let me just play the opening monologue. I think it was like the second joke in this clip. You look great. Everybody looks so great. When I look around this room, I can't help but wonder, is Ozempic right for me? <laughs> a great piece of Oscar trivia. 31 years ago in 1992, Brendan Fraser and Kiwi Kwan were in a movie together, Encino Man. Two actors from Encino Man are nominated for Oscars. 
What an incredible night this must be for the two of you, and what a very difficult night for Pauly Shore. So, so Pauly wants you to know that he's not made of stone. He said, we love to hate people when they're on top. People wanted to smash me down, and they did. I was always nice to everyone, always cool. I put my heart into all my films. Human beings have feelings. It's not like selling real estate. Now, yeah. for the record, Polly is happy for his former co-stars, and he's ready to jump back into the game if somebody will hire him. <laughs> he said, someone out there will say, you know what? We're going to do something you wouldn't expect. We'll put Polly in this role that no one would expect. And he said, that's where my heart is. I would absolutely love to see that. You would hire Polly? If, if it was your right multi-million role, dollar project. I, I He needs to come in for an audition. I got to see it. You got to put him through the ringer. Like if, if yeah, if I've got a screenplay and mm-hmm. there's a role in there that I think he'd be really good at. Like not not with the Polly Shore persona on the whole thing, but like he's really got to. Yeah, I mean, what else do you think he can do? Well, that's the <laughs> that's thing. That's what we don't know. You know, prior to like, the mo- prior to the movie Blow with yeah. Johnny Depp. I didn't think Paul Rubens was capable of anything outside of Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Until I saw that movie. Yeah. He was good in that in that role. He was great. So is there a way that you could cast a guy like Polly Shore where he would completely surprise you? And maybe even look different. Like yeah. look look on right, you know, grow a beard or something. I haven't something seen him in a bit. Does, does he still head? have the long curly hair? I don't know. Yeah. I think he I was talking about this on our Facebook Live, but I feel like he was still doing like a comedy circuit for a little while. Like he stopped by the Funny Bone mm-hmm. at the Liberty Center, and I feel like he went, still went stand through up the somewhere. building. Yeah, I mean, I imagine he's got to make a living. He's probably out there hustling and making a buck or two any way that he can. Looks like he's done a lot of uh, cartoon voices for movies. Oh, that's the, oh, that just be... in the last year or two. Pinocchio, a True Story, My Sweet Monster. The well, Midnight and he also Gospel. cut his hair right like a long time ago. I feel like he has like a shorter yeah. cut. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I didn't um, know. I, I just didn't get him. You know, yeah. I never got him. I, I never, never got, got his brand of humor. Right. Yeah. But did you guys know that, speaking of Pee Wee's Playhouse, did you know that Na- Natasha Leone was on Pee Wee's Playhouse as a kid actor? No. Mm-mm. I didn't either. I was So she has a new show that we were talking about in a meeting yesterday. Our boss, Patty, and I were watching, and it's called Poker Face, and it's on peacock network and it's actually a really good show uh it's kind of like a whodunit type show each episode is different but i was listening to a podcast where they were talking about her being a child actress and i'm like what was she on i looked it up she was on peewee's playhouse oh, that's crazy. yes it's a kid bump, so bump, crazy bump. Uh, all right, we do have to take a quick break because we got a bunch of other stuff we want to cover including lady gaga march madness and all things pop culture as we continue <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. The U.S. economy was rocked after Silicon Valley Bank crashed, becoming the second largest bank failure in U.S. history. It's never good when people are watching CNBC or shrieking louder than the people watching Scream 6. (laughs) (laughs) Silicon Valley Bank knew they were in trouble when they saw themselves in the Oscars in memoriam. They go... (laughs) 
says. Elon Musk is reportedly planning to build a town outside Austin, Texas for his Tesla and SpaceX employees that he has described in meetings as a utopia. I don't know. Have you ever been to a party where one guy has a Tesla? Now imagine every guy has a Tesla. <laughs> Some more business news. Uh, I heard that Apple is working on AirPods that can improve your hearing, monitor your posture, and take your temperature. People are like, exactly where am I supposed to put these things? <laughs> Tattoo artist in India recently set a Guinness World Record after spending over 90 consecutive hours giving tattoos to 64 people and hepatitis to 63 people. Well, I'm still just kind of enthralled over the uh, Lady Gaga performance at the Academy Awards the other night, I mean, it was just, you know, they were playing it on Access Hollywood Entertainment sure. tonight, little clips of it last It was night, a highlight was just, for sure. Yeah, it really was fantastic. And, uh, you know, she was talking about how she showed up. If you saw her on the champagne carpet. <laughs> and why, again, did they make it a champagne carpet instead of a know. red carpet? Did they ever explain for it? For celebration. It's so ugly. The red okay. wasn't available, and this was a PR spin. Gotcha. It had to have been. Exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. Red yeah. carpet is absolutely in, uh, true. What is that called? Supply chain issues for red carpet. For red Probably carpet. did. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga shows up all glammed out, looking like a million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes in, and when it came time for her to perform, she comes out with zero makeup on. You know how, like, when you take off makeup, sometimes you still have, like, the streaks in your uh, from the eyeliner and sure. stuff? No. I mean, it was clean yeah she had like ripped black jeans on and a black Mm t-shirt no makeup completely makeup free and uh, she performs hold my hand and she did this because she wanted it to be raw black t-shirt inside out ripped jeans yeah well the performance was sort of stripped down and raw too yeah it was way i mean that song is slow anyways and she really slowed it down even more yeah, she originally turned down the show because she's filming the new Joker movie. Yeah, she's playing Harley Quinn. But she really, uh, you know, she wanted to fit it into her schedule, and she was able to figure it out and make it happen, which is great news for us. An Oscar producer says Gaga wanted the performance to show off the real her. And I love this is such a compliment. With a voice like that, you don't need much more than that. True. And that is absolutely true. Another executive said she was really appropriate about the fact that this is a meaningful song to her and she really wanted to strip it down and do it not as an Oscar performance, but as her. So I love that she did both. I love that she participated in the glam and the glitz and the Mm -hmm. fun of it all and then uh, got real. And then after that, put on another dress, slap some more makeup on and off to parties we go. Yeah, have fun, right? <laughs> yeah. A lot of work, but... That's a lot of dress-up in a very short amount of time. It really is. So back to the carpet. Yeah. Did you see the aftermath of the champagne carpet the next morning? Oh, I'm all? sure it was oh. disgusting. It was filthy. Yeah. And a lot of complaints oh. from some of the celebrities who were wearing lighter colored gowns, uh, like yeah. white and beige, champagne. They didn't pop at all on that Not carpet. At all. They Especially blended right w- in. So when you add the champagne carpet with the light background, that light background, it didn't look good for a lot of them. That's true. 
good night for Angela Bassett because she popped. She popped. But, you know, did they know, did they know, the celebrities know that there was going to be a champagne carpet and they chose to go with the dress anyway? I mean, I think I they think need to the let them know. I think by the time they found out, it was, it was too, too late. late. Well, because a lot of people do fittings for those gowns from in like January, like they've been working on what they're going to wear probably for longer than yeah. that. Yeah, but I I don't know how long had they been planning on the champagne, or I should say, you know, how long was it before the event that they revealed to everyone involved that it mm-hmm. wouldn't be red? Yeah. Because they probably didn't even think about how that would affect wardrobe decisions. For crying out loud, right? Probably a bunch of men made that decision. Not thinking about all the women's dresses because the dudes they just show up in black, so black will look fine with anything. Yeah, it's possible. <sighs> yeah, the guys look great. The guys look great. Well, Chris Rock was not at the Oscars, but he did watch the show, not in private. He went to a viewing party at a bar in Miami. I don't know if you have any audio of it, and I don't know if we can actually play it because there is some profanity. He got called out by comedian Whitney Cummings at this particular watch party oh no i don't i, I didn't hear that no <laughs> but he was watching it oscar winner mira servino not happy that her paul that her dad paul was left out of the in memoriam segment she called it baffling beyond belief oh i forgot he passed last yeah year, yeah yeah justin bieber skipped the champagne carpet and snuck into the vanity fair oscar party but kind of weird he had a blanket wrapped around his shoulders and witnesses say he was acting tormented and weird that's not normal i mean that's that's normal for him it seems like lately i know there's been some weird stuff going going on there there for sure and this may or not be true it's from the british tabloids but they're saying that tom cruise skipped the oscars because he wanted to avoid an awkward run-in with nicole kidman oh is it still weird between those two i don't know well i don't know i think it's weird with all of his exes when was the last time he saw his daughter, Surrey? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that there's any. It's been a while. Anything there. But I want to say, didn't the, his two adopted kids with Nicole, didn't they stay with the church and they were closer to Tom than they were Nicole? Yeah. For at least a while. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's still that way. I think that now that they're grown, they go back and forth. Yeah. But I do believe in the at the time they selected Tom uh-huh. instead of Nicole. Yeah. Mm. At the time. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, the mayor of Glendale, Arizona, announced yesterday that the city of Glendale will be renamed Swift City on Friday and Saturday for the kickoff of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. Yeah. (laughs) They already did this in Arizona when she launched the tour in Arizona that whatever city that was there changed their name, too. He said all Swifties are encouraged to share their smiles that could light up this whole town on all the social media platforms because the best people in life are free. Yeah. Get that? I get it. Lyric there. Cute. Very cute. All right, March Madness kicks off tonight. In Dayton. So fun, right? Well, a lot of people are spending a lot of money, and a whole lot of people are making a whole lot of money on March Madness. I'm not making any money. I'm not making a (laughs) dime either. I got the email. Unless we start gambling. For the brackets. When do I have to have that done by? So you have to have your, I think it's not today, because tonight is the play-in game, correct? Where they figure out who's going to be the 64th team or the last 63 and 64 teams on the bracket. So I believe after tonight, you have to get it filled out sometime tomorrow. And my question is, with... A one in nine point two quintillion odds of you getting a a perfect, perfect bracket. bracket. 
how will you be making your selections? Will yeah. you be attempting to make educated guesses, gut feelings, or are you just going to? I'm going to get into the feeling place of a winner. You get a wing it. And then I'm going to just feel the teams and whichever one pulls me. That's I'm, who I'll choose. I'm going to well, do I mean, what my mom does. I've always wanted to go to Montana. <laughs> that sounds like a lovely place. <laughs> There's money on the line here at work. I mean, we have a bracket pool that's free to get in. Uh-huh. And you can win 100 bucks if you get first place. I mean, good. so I feel like. Who's funding this? Part of you should take it seriously. The well, fun committee. Where the fun committee is coming up with 100 bucks? No, we're, we don't. Are you doing a March Madness party at the fun committee? So we talked a little bit about what we were going to do. Um, but because March Madness also is the same time around opening day, we've mm. did, we've opted to do an opening day, some sort of wiffle ball game and grill out on the patio. Wiffle ball. Yeah. Where are we playing more, wiffle ball? More deeds to come, friends. We're going to close we have a down Kennedy here? Avenue and we're have a little... <laughs> do it right out there. Yep. Well, it depends on the weather, of course, but All we'll right. see. We'll, we'll let you know. All right. So here are some of the March Madness numbers. $16.3 billion. That's corporate losses due to unproductive workers during March Madness. Add $16.3 billion plus 100 bucks. Right. 37% <laughs> of Americans will be calling in sick or skip work to watch the games. Wow. The annual revenue of the NCAA in 2022, $1.14 billion. What players are paid for participating in the tournament? Zero. Number of college basketball programs involved in corruption cases involving payments to players since 2017, more than a dozen. All right. I'm looking at the the figure that you just put out, zero dollars, what players are paid for participating in the mm -hmm. tournament. But I did see a female basketball player from University of Virginia doing a good feet commercial last night. Yeah, they so do. they're already cashing in. Oh, yeah. They, they what was the, they made that okay that they could do endorsements oh, last, and, a couple of years ago. Was, yeah, yeah a couple of years ago because that gymnast at lsu that kind of was flirting with joe burrow for a bit she's lacy or lexi or she something like is that. I can't remember. absolutely adorable yeah. and i think she's doing quite well well also no it's doubt. not just that is that they were making tons and tons of money off of player jerseys yeah the mm. colleges were but the person the actual person whose name was on it was uh -huh. not getting any money yeah. yeah but that's been kind of a back and forth situation for a while so what do you think the highest paid coach is making for for college basketball yes a million dollars it's coach know. calipari and he's making 20 mil a year no Can <laughs> kansas is bill self and he's making 10.2 Dang, oh, I was wow. close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably the highest paid state employee. Well, what's crazy about it is the school's chancellor and the governor of Kentucky make a combined 710. Wow, so yeah, So he's sense. making 15 times what the governor and the school's chancellor make In combined. Kansas. What, right. did, what did UCLA woo? Um, oh, Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin for. Well, remember he got it, didn't he? Get like a private jet and something. And Use like of the a private mansion jet. and all this stuff. Like it wasn't just a salary. I think he got all these other additional. He perks. did. Oh, I'm sure. Four point yeah. one million. He did a six year contract that pays him four point one mil annually, but he also has access to the private jet. 
and well, vacation homes. So Bill Self <laughs> is making more than double that, and the cost of living in Kansas is a lot lower than yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Southern California. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is crazy. Kentucky's basketball program is valued at $334.2 million. It's the highest among all schools, generating $22 million in revenue. It's Every a legacy year. down Crazy. there. It's big. It's kind big. of one of the only things happening right now in Lexington. And we're betting a lot of money, $10 billion plus legally, over $4 billion illegally. Mm. $80 million tournament brackets are completed, and your chance of winning or filling out a perfect ballot is one in 9.2 quintillion. So oh, don't nice. spend too much time on that. One bracket. in nine point two quintillion. So you're saying we got a chance, Jim? That's I'm saying right. you've got a chance. You got a chance. Yep. Chicken wing sales, beer sales, yep, all go up. All right. That is your latest e news. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Museum Center at Union Terminal. But first, check the roads. We got Denise, and she's got your latest traffic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How about you? Good doing as well. Great. Pleased to hear that. Yeah. Yep. We want to send you to the museum center. All you got to do is tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, and I know you can do it. Okay, I'm ready. Is it a couple at Olive Garden dumps their salad on server because she didn't put the dressing on the side? Is it be a man suing Buffalo Wild Wings says their boneless wings are just chicken nuggets? Or C, woman with high blood pressure is suing McDonald's for putting too much salt on her fries? It's B. It is B. You are correct. Yay. He's not wrong. No, but... This is a this is an accusation for a company that has the word wings right there in the name, <laughs> and someone had to address it. It's not Buffalo Wild Nuggets. <laughs> Correct. There's a guy in Chicago who is suing Buffalo Wild Wings and claims their boneless wings are really just chicken nuggets. And I've always kind of felt the same way about it. Because mm-hmm. if it were actually boneless wings... I feel like the meat would be a little fattier and tastier. Mm-hmm. Well, he filed a lawsuit on Friday accusing them of false advertising, and he's seeking an unspecified amount in compensation. But his basic argument is that if you call something wings, <laughs> most people would assume they're made of actual wing meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not, then why not just call it? What Chunks it is. Of which in this case, it's chunks of breast meat yeah. that are deep fried mm-hmm. and made to look like wings. Yeah. They're very delicious. They are. I love them. I'm a big fan. But they're not wings. Yeah. Now, the company is not even denying it. They're downplaying the lawsuit in a tweet that said, quote, it's true. 
Our, our boneless <laughs> wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. Oh, how about that? <laughs> and our buffalo wings are 0% buffalo. You know, that oh. is a good point that buffalo wings, that can be very confusing to some people because I know there have been children that said, Mom, I didn't know that buffaloes had wings. Right. And but it's buffalo wings because it came from Buffalo, New York. Is that why we call them that? I think so. That is the legend. But, you know, it is confusing. Now, <laughs> boneless wings, technically, they're not really nuggets either. No, because uh, nuggets have a different breading on them, don't they? No, mm-hmm. they're made with reconstituted meat nuggets. Uh, so let, and let's ew. not Google that. No let's way. Not. No, it's, it, yeah. So it's a higher, if it's a nugget, it's a way higher quality nugget. Well, nuggets are tiny bits of meat molded into a nugget shape. Ugh. But the guy suing claims their product is closer to nuggets than actual deboned wings, where Buffalo Wild Wings' position is, no, this is a chunk of white meat. It's high quality. Which is which is a higher quality. Mm-hmm. But the, the confusion stems from the fact that they call it wing meat or boneless, boneless wings. So sure. what's a tender then? Because, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings also has chicken tenders. That is a tenderloin. And so that's from a different part of the chicken? Which is next to the breast, I think, right? I believe Tim is correct. Okay. So really? the tenderloin comes from the... Because I felt like they were all the same thing, just different shapes. You know what I mean? Like between the boneless wing, the nugget, and the tender. Huh. Well, all... that, that may depend on... Where you go. Right. Also, I think a lot of places it'll say... Boneless wings, and then underneath it'll say breaded pieces of white meat white chicken. Meat chicken. And chicken. Yeah. Uh, the lawsuit also notes that other companies sell similar menu items, but don't call them wings. For example, Papa John's sells basically the same thing, but they call them chicken poppers. Oh, yeah. I've seen that, too, where they call them chicken chunks as yeah. well. Yeah. Like, you know, those are the same things as, like, they'll call them boneless chicken chunks or yeah. something like that. Uh, so years ago, Jen and I used to do like a regular lunch every now and then that was prescribed by a consultant we worked with back in the day. Forced socialization. It really was. He wanted us to work on our relationship. It was your therapy session. It really was. And so part of that prescription was we had to like go and hang out and do a lunch every so uh-huh. few weeks. Every and Wednesday you guys would go. Was it Wednesday? Yeah, I think every so. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And Fritz would schedule it, of course. Of course. I put it on the calendar. Right. You guys can't do anything <laughs> at 11 because you're going to lunch with just each other, which. Uh, uh, tomorrow's your lunch with Jen. <laughs> oh. Jeff's like, dang it. So we would doctor. go to Buffalo Wild Wings. You would. And that was like your spot. We yeah. would. <laughs> And we would, so my inclination whenever we would go to Buffalo Wild Wings was for me to order wings because I wanted wings. Yeah. But I know how grossed out Jen gets at someone gnawing meat off of a bone. <laughs> so I would order the boneless wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. And the whole time I'm eating them, I'm like, these are not wings. Yeah. They're not as delicious as wings. They I mean, they're good. Not. You know, it's a higher quality meat. They're probably better for me, but I don't care. Yeah, you want to gnaw that bone. Yeah, I want to gnaw that bone, baby. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So I would suffer through it. Suffer through it just for me. Oh, aren't you sweet? Well, I'm a giver. <laughs> <laughs> it's 720. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We got a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's 
New to you here in a sec. Few flurries, wind chill in the teens this afternoon, mainly cloudy, otherwise high of 38, and a few slick spots out there. Right now, it's 26 at Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. James is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're here to help him out. Hey, James. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Doing Good. all right. You sound a little bummed. Yeah, well, first off, I'm a fan. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me. It's very nice to talk to you both. Of course. Okay? Thank you. Likewise. Mm-hmm. It's good to have you. All right. I'm a little embarrassed by calling this. I never thought I'd be one of the callers for this today, but I just need some help. So uh, I really do appreciate it. Happy to do it. Yeah. Why don't you tell us how you met Marie, and then we'll get into the first date and all that. We'll go from there. You know, before we begin with that, I, I know that you have a lot of women who listen to your show, and that's why I had a little bit of a fear to come on here, because I do everything I can to try to be as good of a person that I possibly can be. So, you know, if, if this doesn't work out, I'm, I'm open to dating anyone that might think that I'm cool. So if there's any listeners uh, that are listening to this and they think right. they might think that I'm cool, then that, you know, I'm, 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 I'm out here dating. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Really? So That's funny. I, 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 just, I just wanted to put that out there. I just wanted to put that out there. Well, I'll tell you what, James, every now and then <laughs> when, when we can't get a second date, we do get emails from listeners or messages from listeners who say, I'll go out with them. Yeah. Yep. So you, I love that he's making the most out of this opportunity. Seriously, you know, so why not? You've got some free airtime. Why not do get some free advertising? Right. Well, it's just hard to meet women these days. I feel, like yeah. For me, it's hard to to meet women. Like I've done my share of dating, like everybody has, and I, I hate saying this, but it always feels like that. There's just not a lot of great options out there, you know. Well, the online dating pool's not that deep either. So. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, well, the online dating pool is not even 100% accurate most of the time. You True. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so I was really excited about this last date I had because she was cool. I could talk to her. You know, she was pretty, had an amazing smile. She was funny as hell, charming. It just, ah, oh, man, like it, it was just such a, a relief to have that one date with her. It was just nice. And we had met up for dinner at uh, O'Charlie's. We went there for dinner, and I personally thought everything went great. Uh, had all the things that made a good date. Talked about our jobs. Talked about our families. Found out what we have in common. Found out that we actually have mutual friends in common. And I thought that was cool because then now there's, like, other people in our lives that know the both of us and could attest to the two of us being good for each other. An instant you know? social circle, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never had that before. So that was kind of like a little bit of a relief because there's always that nervousness about like, oh, well, will my friends be cool with your friends and things of that nature? But, if, you know, just similar circles that you usually kind of breeze through that, it feels like. Yeah. 
In fact, I called one of our friends, and I told him that I went out on a date with her. And he really hyped her up, said that she was really cool, and said that she was really dope. That's a compliment. Yeah? Yeah. That date went for an hour. We had a couple of drinks. Since we met at the restaurant, I walked her to the car and gave her a hug. Didn't go in for a kiss or anything like that. I, I feel like, you know, nowadays you should really receive consent for something like that. So I just kept it casual. Well, how you does know? one obtain consent these days in 2022? Oh, yeah. Are curious. you one of those askers of every step? Would it be okay if I touch you here? Would it be okay if I... No, I'm not, I'm not that deep with it. But if you want to have sexual relations with me... It w- wouldn't hurt to let me know that instead of assuming that I would know, because then the other the other challenge with that would be, okay, so I'm just supposed to read your mind, and I'm supposed to just approach you and just kiss you automatically like they do in movies, right. which that's not consent. You know, <laughs> like, what if I did that and you weren't feeling that at all? Now, I'm a bit of an ass. That. So are wild. you thinking that that was the issue that you did that maybe she's not calling you back because you didn't go in for a kiss? Well, that's what I'm in my head about. Okay. Like I told her I had a good time. I said I wanted to see her again. And she said that she would be down for that. So I didn't think that that was a problem at first. But then it's been some time. She hasn't returned one of my texts or my calls. I have no clue why. So I wonder if it was that, okay. you know, and I hate when women ghost you. Because if there was something that I did, you could have told me. I'm the type of person that would appreciate constructive criticism from time to time. Okay. But you wouldn't have a bad reaction to that. I wouldn't. <laughs> I never have. And I've never been like that. And whatever I did wrong, I would at least like to know what I did wrong so that I can improve and be a better person at the end of the day. Good idea. Yeah. Well, James, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will call Marie, get that feedback from her, that constructive criticism, which here we are setting ourselves up for that when it could be something as simple as, sorry, I got busy, or I'm just bad at getting back to people. You never know. The story of James and Marie continues next. Well, Marie has an amazing smile, and she's funny, charming. It was like going out with Jen Jordan. That's right. Look at that. What a dream come true. But it wasn't Jen Jordan. It was Marie. <laughs> James took her to dinner at O'Charlie's. Uh, they didn't last long. Was it dinner or, or did you guys just have drinks? Because you said you were only there like an hour. It was dinner. We we got our food kind of quick. It wasn't too crowded, so we were able to get our food and our drinks and yeah. was able to just get through it, you know? Very cool. So in, in that hour, there was a lot packed in there because they discovered they have mutual friends, which is kind of cool because I suppose you could argue you have an instant social circle. Mm-hmm. And in that case, talked about job, family, stuff like that. And he said, hey, let's do this again. I would love to do this again. And she seemed down with it. Uh, he didn't go in for a kiss or anything like that because he was trying to respect consent and he didn't feel it was uh, the appropriate moment. So here we are. We're going to call Marie and see what she thought of James and her date with him. Unless there's anything else you think we need to know or something important I left out, James? No, not that I know of. I'm pretty sure I remembered everything that I could remember from that and just shared what I shared. All right. Then let's call Marie. Hello? Hello? 
Hi, can we speak to Marie, please? Speaking, this is Marie. Hi, Marie. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? What? No way. Hi. Hi. I'm doing good. Why are you guys calling me? This is great, though. Because we heard you have an amazing smile and you're funny yep. and you're charming, yep. and we just had to meet you. I mean, those are all accurate for sure. <laughs> so great. I mean, <laughs> I love it. You know who told us all these things about you? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. Your friend James. Who you hung out at O'Charlie's with recently? He called you guys for a second date update. He did. Yep. Oh. He did. He did. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Now. Okay. He said you seemed down with getting together again. Were you just kind of faking it because you didn't want to get into a whole discussion or or something else I going mean, on there? Honestly, he's so gross. Like, so gross. <laughs> That's gross. really what it comes down to. Uh, gross how? You're not going to believe what he did. First of all, like overall, he's just like a really like gross eater. I mean, he's chewing with his mouth open. It's loud. He's taking big, huge bites. Food is falling out of his mouth. He's talking with his mouth full. All the things that you can imagine of poor food eating etiquette, he does. Okay. And I could look past that. I, I don't have, like, the phobia of, like, when people are eating with their mouth closed. It was gross. But what really set me over the edge, he was eating French fries. And, I mean, it was more like he was eating ketchup, and they just happened to have fries in them because they were drenched in ketchup. And he actually ended up dropping a couple of them on the floor. He then proceeded to pick up the French fries, wipe off the ketchup with his fingers. <laughs> And then ate them. I've never seen anything like it. But it just, no, just no, thank you. Just no, no, no. Kristen dropped a slice of prosciutto last night outside of the patio. And I admit I was tempted. <laughs> to pick it up and eat it? But I didn't. I didn't. Why? Just blow it off. Depends on what you're thought. dropping it on. It was but brick. did you? You were tempted. That's the that's the thing. Did you actually do it? I did not. The French fry is gross because it was wet with the ketchup, and that could have picked up exterior God only stuff. knows what all it picked up. But the prosciutto would and have been fine because it's harder. You could blow it off. Now we're talking, oh, Charlie's James, the same James we just had a nice conversation about consent and this yeah, polite. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great guy. Like, there's he's you know, nice. I mean, outside of the, the eating and the French fry thing, I would have totally been down for a second date. But him just doing that on a first date and being completely unfazed by it, it made me really, like, almost be scared of what his other habits are like, his other <laughs> hygiene habits. <laughs> James, I wasn't expecting this. I got to be honest with you. I don't remember doing that at all. I, I really don't. And has, has anyone called you out for the way you eat before? No. Never? Uh, no one's ever said anything to me. I feel like you went on two different dates here. Yeah. Are we, we sure we have the right James and the right Marie at the right restaurant on the right night? I'm not I, surprised he doesn't remember it. it. It was clearly no big deal to you. And like you're saying, no one's ever called you out on it. But it's obviously something you do all the time because you didn't miss a beat. And it, like I said, it seems so natural to you. It really made me wonder 
what other habits like this you may have. Like, you didn't even stop talking. You were talking, and then you just bent over and picked it up and wiped it off. Like, you, it was just <laughs> part of your, oh, just so that is why? Disturbing. why didn't you say anything? What is there to say other than you are absolutely gross? <laughs> Probably you are absolutely gross. Why couldn't you just say that? Was it one of those moments you were just so stunned you couldn't believe it was happening and you just were like, I don't even know what to do right now? Which I find surprising because I would think if someone really ate the, the way she describes that someone would have said something to him before. I, I honestly was, was like waiting for Ashton Kutcher or somebody to come out. Like I was really thinking this was some kind of prank. You know, we have similar friends in the circle. Wow. I thought this was a joke. I really was waiting for the ha-ha. You gotcha, thought he was punking and it you. never Happened. I can't believe your face didn't tell him because I wouldn't yeah. have been able to hide my disgust in like my, my face. My jaw would have dropped, and yeah. I'd have been like, and I probably would have looked at somebody <laughs> like, and given them like, a, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like, I look, like look around to see, did anybody else see Please. what just happened? Here? Totally, yeah. Jen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So wait, the whole time that day, you thought I was a joke. Not that okay. you were a joke. I thought that. Yeah, but you didn't respect me eating. enough to say anything about how I was eating. Well, and because why would you was. just criticize someone? That's just mean. I'm not a mean person. That's, I just felt like it's better if we just part ways and leave it as is. I mean, are you going to go after everyone who's never said anything to you about how you eat? Are you going to speak to everyone in your life about that, like the way you're speaking to me? I don't think so. Dang. You know, we had someone who worked here not that long ago who was grossed out by anyone's eating habits. Chewing. It was chewing, yeah. So it was grossed out by eating habits. I'm sorry that I eat differently from you. I'm sorry that apparently I'm a Neanderthal when I eat. But if you really want to go out and date somebody, how about don't be afraid to be honest with them? You try to find somebody in this life that you want to be able to communicate and connect with, but yet you have the audacity to sit there and act all high and mighty because of how I ate. If you really had a problem with how I ate, you shouldn't have led me on to think there was a second date. You shouldn't have led me on to think there was anything with you in the future. You should have said something instead of going into your mind, assuming all this crap, about all my other habits off of my eating? I don't want a second date. Thanks, guys, for calling me, but I think I'm good. Wow. I mean, that's perfectly fine. He can feel how he feels. Like I said, I thought it was a joke, so I was more just playing along with the whole thing. But overall, like he said, if you're going to date someone and, you know, maybe potentially want to be with this person, you don't go in thinking, how do I change them? So why would I want to go in with someone? The first thing I'm thinking is, wow, I really need to change his eating habits. So it just, it's fine. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for coming on and having this conversation with us. And thanks for the visual because, you know, that was quite something. Surprising. Something to picture. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. Big fan. (laughs) Thanks. All right. If you need any help with a second date update, we are your people. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Well, the never-ending debate over money-buying happiness surfaced again recently. So a new poll asked, would you rather have a low-paying job that you love or a high-paying job that you hate? Well, it depends Mm. on how long I have to do it for. Yeah. (laughs) You have to choose between the two. Yeah. If you had to choose between the two, what would you go with? Hey, Laurel. Hi. Hey, what's going on? So I left a job and took a job for about $20,000, $25,000 less. 
$25,000 less per year. Yep, 25000 less per year. And how how's it going? I'm happier than I've ever been. Yeah? Yeah, it's fabulous. I'm a nurse, and I'm helping more people now than I've ever helped before. What type of job were you in before? I was working in hospitals, um, mostly in leadership for, like, the last 10 years. Yeah. And now I work for Humana. That's great. Cool. You will hear, like, life coaches and job coaches and people who counsel people who are unhappy in their job. They will ask them, you know, what is your passion? What would you love to do? What would you get up every morning excited to do? What would energize you and bring you great joy? And then, you know, the person will tell them and then they'll say, and would you be willing to do that job for half the money that you're making right now? Don't be crazy. Right. And it's like, what do you? (laughs) you Yes, I would. So, I mean, what's more important to you, your happiness or money, you know? Yeah. And most people, most people choose money. Yeah, but and they don't necessarily feel like they have a choice because they've got kids that they're trying to put through college and they got other expenses or maybe their spouse's medical bills or who knows right. what. So not everyone, I get, is I also unable. think like when they're the breadwinner in the family, that puts a lot of pressure on Absolutely. staying there as well, yeah. Yeah. you know. But oftentimes it's those people that are making like $300,000, $500,000 a year. That hate really that hate their job, yeah. and it's like, and they're not willing to give up the big house and the fancy car and the fancy vacations, you know. They're and addicted to money. They're yeah, yeah. And what it brings. I'm actually in the breadwinner situation, and it's so been worth every penny and psychological capital that I gained. Yeah, yeah. Which is another sure. thing that there's job coaches talk about. Right. That's great. Good for you. Yep. Thanks. You guys have a great day. Yeah, you, you too. too. You know, when the day comes that they kind of show me the door, whenever that is, <laughs> you think they'd take me back at my old dishwashing job? Yes, I think you could probably. <laughs> I think you could probably land that gig. How good are you at easily. it? Are you good at washing dishes? <laughs> well, I know how to run a Hobart. Hey. What's that mean? It's the, it's <laughs> the, the automatic. Brand? It's yeah. the machine ah, that they. So funny. Yeah. Back when I worked at Wendy's, Jeff, we washed all that by hand. There was no Hobart. It was you. And some degreaser and some uh, Dawn. Yeah, well, I do that now. Yeah, you're probably going to be pretty good at it. You like Jeff Clean. Only 50%. You know, that's a true statement because I'm so good at cleaning pans and making them look like they're brand spanking sure. new, whether it's stainless steel or ceramic. So you I know, know how to clean a pan. Keep your agent and have your agent work out that deal for you in the dishwashing job. Yes. And so they make it abundantly clear just the quality of your work and how you're worth every penny. There you go. Yeah. You think like, you think that I could, because I still enjoy radio. I like radio. I like, sure. I like working in the business. But, you know, like I said, when the time comes that they show me the door, you think there's some way we can work out a part-time deal where maybe I just... Like I could voice track weekends or something, just to kind of keep my feet wet. Yeah, you know? but do you think I don't know? Voice tracking would be as much fun. No, you're right. Live, it's more. It's way it's more not. fun to do a live show. Yeah, no question. Absolutely. Voice tracking for those who are want to know what the hell that is is pre-recording a show ahead of time so you don't have to go. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's and just, it happens probably more often than you think. And I would also argue that being with other people is where the fun is at in mm-hmm. this job. Like I can for, tell you, I, I did a morning show yeah. with another guy for 12 years. It was awesome. Had a great time. He went his own way. 
I did a solo show for about 11 months and I worked with really nice people there, but I was bored out of my mind. Same. Like when you guys used to go on vacation together and I would like run the best of show or I would just run whatever talk at one time an hour. Mm -hmm. If anyone remotely came near the door. Please come in. Hi, come on in. Hey, come sit down. Are you? We're here early at eight twelve. Have a seat. Let's catch up. I'm not kidding. It's something about being around other people at this job. You got to have that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Only fifty percent of people that were polled said that they would take the lower paying job that they love. What was the percentage? Only fifty percent. Half. Yeah. And then a quarter said they prefer the high-paying job even if they hate it. Yeah. You know, they, they look at their father, maybe their grandparents or whatever, and they're like, hey, you know what? Back in the day, he had to dig ditches for a living. He didn't love it, but it earned a living. And his philosophy was, what do you expect? Work is work. We, we work to live. And if that's Grow their up, belief system, right, that work isn't meant to be fun, and if that's where they're coming from, then... Yeah, what's unfortunate is is I don't think we realize the fallout from spending 40 hours a week, at least for some people, doing something we don't enjoy. How that affects us psychologically, physically, emotionally, and how we take that into other parts of our lives and what it's doing to us. I mean, it will physically make us sick yeah. at some point. So, Well, we're very lucky to be living in a generation where we have choices and we're not, you know, we weren't born in the the depression with mm-hmm. limited skill yeah. sets and lack of education and didn't have a whole lot of choices in life. Yeah. Um, and then there's a quarter of people who say, you know, they're really not sure. They'd kind of have to try it on for size and see how they feel. See how it goes. You know, see what kind of <laughs> well, it, it starts to get hard when you look at your life and you're like, okay, so what? A, there's always a price for the prize. And if the prize is going to be my happiness, let's look around and see what the what the price is going to be. What am I willing to give up? Well, and what how happy are you at of? home? Like, this is my question. How happy are you at home if you've had a bleep day at work all day? Right. Or if your day at home, or if, like if your day is such a bleep show, but you go home and you just have an amazing time, then maybe the balance of a crap job for a lot of money is worth it because your family is such a wonderful experience. Or you, whatever you do on the outside of your job is so amazing that it's worth the time that you spend being miserable. I don't know. I've worked in some pretty crappy jobs. I also think a little bit, it's not for everybody, but I think there's the mindset of I'm going to make this a good thing. You know what I mean? You keep trying. My dad dad worked on the line. He built Pontiacs. He drove a forklift. He loaded trucks. I mean, probably not something that someone would write goals but, yeah. but it might be an awful lot of fun for some people. But he worked with cool people, and he made the best of it, and I think he enjoyed most of the time working. Yeah, like you hate the job, but absolutely adore the people you work mm-hmm. with. Did There's he, something did he hate too. the job, or was it I don't okay? think he hated it. I think he didn't mind going, and yeah. I think he had worked with some of the same people for a long time and had a good time together, even though they were doing sort of monotonous yeah. Well, and I had this conversation with what, like a family member of mine too, that was like working at a liquor store one time. And I was like, you know what? We have to have people that work at liquor stores. (laughs) So if that's the only job that you ever have in your life and you like it and you can make a life that way. Hey, those guys at Cappy's in Loveland, they were having a good time when we were in there. that we as consumers, we need people running the line and having a good job. I was talking to a guy at a liquor store recently. 
and I was looking for a particular wine that it's kind of hard to find around here. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess we can't get that anymore. I said, oh, that's too bad. Why not? Well, we got a new distributor. You can't order from the old distributor? No, because we're under new ownership. And so we're not able to make the the choices that we used to be. You know, we used to be able to have fun, and we used to try different wines and have them flown in from different parts of the world. But now with this new company, it's all automated and... Mm. You know, there's there's no creativity. There's no real passion in it. And I thought that's interesting. Like every job sort of goes through or or seems to be challenged with that same type of thing. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of it depends on who you're working for within the confines of whatever your career is. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at just money, you know, whether or not being rich actually makes you happy. Boy, this is an age old debate. Twenty two percent. Say that being loaded absolutely brings much more happiness. <laughs> and this is coming from people who are loaded? Or is this people who think that more money would make them happy? <laughs> it it you could know, be a combination of both. I mean, you think about it. When you've got more money, you've got more to lose. So it can increase your stress because you have to maintain. You have to hold on all that money to keep all this stuff that you've got uh the other 40 percent say that uh money would at the very least make you somewhat more happy than not having any in theory you don't have to worry you wouldn't have to worry about how the bills are going to get paid there is something to be said for that like not worrying where your next meal is going to come from you know the mortgage is going to be paid you know you're you know they're not going to repossess your car you know that you've got your enough medical to feed bills, everybody. Most of which will be paid. Yep, yep. You don't have to worry about just life expenses. You may not be covered. jetting off to Hawaii every other month, but you're you got a roof over your head. Your basic immediate needs are met, mm-hmm. and you're well, healthy. That sucks to have to worry about that. Right. So, I mean, we, I would have to credit money to, for to at least that degree. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 26% say that money has no effect either way. And uh, 6% of people say that being rich would actually lead to less happiness. So that's our outlook on money and jobs. But, yeah, that's interesting. 50% of the people polled when you asked them, they said, would you be willing to take a lower-paying job if it was a job that you loved? Mm-hmm. And they said, no. Yeah. No, I'll keep my higher-paying, crappy job. Well, it's just such a bummer, you know, that 70% of the population is unhappy in their work. It'd be nice if where you're spending most of your life was a place that you enjoyed being. Are you sure you wouldn't reconsider? (laughs) You'd be a lot happier. And if you're happier, maybe, you know. Uh, More opportunities to make money will present themselves to you. Or you won't feel the need to have as much money if you're happy. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that you won't out. Need there. as much stuff. Well, there's nothing wrong with splurging a little on a date if you got the money. In fact, you might even get dumped if you don't. There's a woman named Daphna who went viral on TikTok after she talked about a date that was going perfectly fine until her date ordered a burger. 
What made that? What did, did he say that he was vegetarian and then she found out he was lying to her? Or what's the big deal about ordering a burger? The waitress asked him if he wanted cheese on it. And he was like, well, is that an extra charge? <laughs> and she no. said, uh, that's going to be $3 more. <laughs> oh, my God. So $3 for a slice of cheese? It's good Gouda, Jen. Is it? Is it? Or is it a, a piece? Or is what it just is a slice it? of plastic? I'll explain. Right, exactly. <laughs> what are we talking? He's like, I'll take a burger. You want cheese on it? How much is the cheese? That's $3 more. No, I don't want more. I don't want cheese on it. I mean, that's more than a whole cheeseburger at Wendy's will cost you. Well, he told Daphne, he goes, it's crazy how they charge extra for everything these days. <laughs> and she's, she was like, well... What do you want, dude? It's New York City. Oh, well, there you have it. But yeah. she was really turned off by his whole, like, how he was Nickel like, oh, they charge you extra for everything these uh. days. So after they ate their meal, she gets up saying that she had to go to the restroom, but instead she paid the bill and she left. Wow. And then she texted the guy telling him, hey, check is paid. Should have gotten the cheese, dude. And then blocked him. Oh, oh, wow. wow. I kind of like this. Daphna, Daphna was not <laughs> interested in a man who was frugal, if even just for himself. So she seemed happy about the decision. But now she's just getting lambasted in the comments with people saying that she's the one who's crazy. Now, she's tried to have fun with it in follow-up videos. Like, there's one about how... Cheese costs more even at the store, and there's a skit where she goes out to a restaurant and orders extra $12, $12 cheese for her burger, but she also complains about how people are just being way too harsh on her. So yeah. anyway, she decided she's going to give the guy a second chance. Oh, my gosh. Is he, she really? There's no way. She Ugh. says they're talking again. And he's not going out with her, is he? She says oh, there, there will God. be another day. Oh, wow. That's not going to go well. No. It's not going to end. He's not going to change. Direct quote. She said, he's a psycho like me, and we're going to have fun. Okay. Sex is going to be good. Her expectations are good. Yep. (laughs) Wow. That is. They're not going to make it the long run. Wow. Dang. I know. Okay. And uh, one final story before we get to 1K letter of the day. I'm going to try to keep this as PG-13 as I can. A new study on men's junk. Oh, no. Looked into what it means to be a grower or a shower. I've heard these terms before. Yeah, if you're not familiar with those terms, a shower is when a man's junk is fairly... Impressive. Robust, we'll say. No matter... No matter the state of... Right. No matter the condition. Gray sweatpants. A grower... Is when there's not, not that much impressive, to, not that much to write home about until until there needs to be. <laughs> so urologists <laughs> in Spain, you're right. She's absolutely right. So urologists in Spain wanted to define each term for medical reasons. Like if you if you had to have surgery on your junk, it's quite useful for them to know which one of these categories you fall into. Do you know as a guy? Which one yeah, you are oh, immediately? For sure. Okay. I, I, I'm and when is that defined? Is that defined in junior high in the locker room? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. When does this happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. When you're taking yeah, a group yeah, pretty shower. much from the beginning of pu- puberty. 
I mean, do you know, you know, in the locker room, do you, do you notice? Cause I think about women, like in a big group of women, probably, you know, when we're all naked in front of each other. And when, when that first happened, when we were young, I think what fascinated me the most was how different nipples can be. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How many different Little ones, shades, big ones, A-fades, sizes. The whole different thing. They're just Like their nipple was bigger than their different. boob. And yes. you're like, how is that How does that happen? Yeah. Just, it's, yeah, because you just kind of figure they all look the same. The same. But they don't. No. Yeah. Well, they did an ultrasound. They did ultrasound scans on 225 men. And here's what they found. The average guy's junk grows by 42%. But you're not a grower. You're not considered a grower unless your growth is at least 56% or more. Oh, wow. So roughly doubling in length. And if you're a shower, it increases by 31% or less. So by less than a third. Uh, But by that standard, they say... 24% 24% of men are growers, 25% of men are showers, and then 51% fall into a gray zone between the two. All right, so. So technically that means most guys aren't growers or showers. It's just what you see is what you get. Yep. Huh. And now you know. Well, good to know. Coming up, your shot at 1000 bucks. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. <laughs> Jamie, how are you? Good. This is Jeannie. Oh, Jeannie. Jeannie. So we were sorry. close. That's my fault. That's I thought you said okay. Jamie. I'm so sorry. That's all mm-hmm. right. How That's are you today? Fun. Now I'm nervous, but otherwise I'm good. <laughs> oh. Why are you nervous? We're the ones who screwed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I always play well when I'm playing against whoever else is playing, but now I'm on the spot, so... Now it's all on you, sister. And there are people in their cars that are going to be cussing at you for not getting an answer. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the matter with you? It is yeah. a fun right? game, though. I do enjoy this. Yeah. Especially when you get a really good know. letter. I know. And, hey, you know, a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks. It gets very exciting right? when the first three or four answers come really quickly because we know. <clears throat> we know. Yeah. That there's right. a really good shot. Is there a theme today, Jen, for Pi Day? You know, there might be a question or two that is pertaining to Pi Day, but um, it's not a, I didn't do a big theme. Knock okay. something over. Do you want a big theme? All right. I'm just asking. Doesn't matter to me. Something you put whipped cream on. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, Jeannie, you got the letter O. 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 I O. As in oregano. Mm. Well, okay. you know, this Friday is St. Patrick's Day. Yes, it Aren't is. there are a lot of Irish things that start with an O. Oh, yeah, like yes. O'Brady, I can recall. O'Donohue, <laughs> O'Doyle. O'Malley's. O'Charlie's. O- oh, O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. Those are great. <sighs> so, anyway, we're, 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 we've said too much. I know. We're going to get in trouble for it's this okay. one for sure. All right. So we're just going to put 30 seconds on the clock. I think you can do this. I'm looking. I think you can do this. And I will not start the timer until Jen has finished asking the first question. Go for the letter O. So here we go with the letter O. Name something you put in the trunk. Pass. A pizza topping. Olive. A collar. 
Um, pass. A clothing Orange. item. A clothing item. Pass. Something you clean. Overhead. Our house. Something Our house. spicy. <laughs> Oregano. Something frozen. Oranges. A vegetable. Okra. Uh, okra is oh. a good answer. Oranges and okra are good. Oh, man, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I missed her. What was your answer for number two? A pizza topping, olives. olives. Oh, olives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that good. That's a good and I'm so glad you said orange because Tim and I both were like, orange. Orange, orange. for a color. <laughs> orange. Orange. It's a lot harder when you're not in the car. Well, Isn't that, that was the truth? A, that's a tough letter, too. Yeah, that got. is a tough letter. Yep. Oh, well, darn it anyway. Oh, You'll well. have to try back. Is it snowing where you I are? Will. I'm looking out the window here, man. We It's coming down. I know. I'm in Grant County right now, headed to a hair appointment, and it is not snowing. Oh, you going to get your hair did? Hair did. All right. That's fun. Well, enjoy that self-care today. <laughs> I will do that. You Thanks, take guys. care of you. Yep, you have you a good one. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Easy, Janie. Hmm. Denise is saying too, tra- Jeff. Traffic is just kind of a mess north of here. So, right, yeah, my mom right said it's it. snowing up there. Yeah. Okay. All right, then we won't waste any time. Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.